Major Garrett is CBS's Chief Washington Correspondent. He is also the guy in charge of the Takeout Podcast. Heard here on the weekend of WTMJ. I always check that out. And his book is The Big Truth. Major, thank you so much for making some time for us. Hello, John. How are you, sir? Man, everything is really good. How was spring training? Spring training was fun. It was really, really great. Um, for those who haven't been, it's a very relaxed form of baseball. Uh, and I can tell you the pitch clock, if you're a baseball fan, you are going to love it. And especially if you're a baseball fan of a certain age, as I am, meaning over 40, and you remember baseball played in the 70s and the early 80s when there was a great rhythm and the pitchers basically stood on the mound and the batter stayed in the batter's box and catch the ball, throw the ball, a lot of action, a lot of movement. That's what we're going to return to. Baseball will thrive because of it. Awesome. Hey, I want to ask you about what's making headlines. Oh, the other thing the other thing yep. I would say about the pitch clock is we're basically done with the walk-up song. Okay. Oh. You know, the walk-up songs now go for like three verses by the time it all ends. <laughs> with the pitch clock, it's like, name that tune. It's like yeah. three notes, then you're in the back. Let's go. Let's go. Let's play baseball. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, so the big news today, Major, is that the United States is forced down a, a forced to take down one of our own drones after yep. U.S. after Russian fighter jets intentionally dumped fuel on the big drone. Mm-hmm. Then they banged mm-hmm. into it, and so we take yep. it down. This seems incredibly dangerous and incredibly risky for unintended consequences and unintended escalation. Uh, my gosh, what is happening here? So the. Uh Chief spokesperson for the Biden administration, National Security Committee, uh, John Kirby, did a briefing with reporters today. And I'm going to actually have him on the show this week. He's my guest for the takeout. So we're going to have 45 minutes with uh, one of the top uh, international foreign policy advisors of the president of the United States on the takeout this week. And we're going to dig deeply into this. But he said these types of events are not uncommon, but this is definitely different. The Russian ambassador has been summoned to the State Department today to discuss this. Uh, U.S. military aircraft have been flying around uh, Russia in international airspace. The Russians have taken notice. This Reaper drone is the drone, so it's not one of these little teeny things. It's not what you see at the golf course, little teeny camera things. No, this is a significant piece of military equipment. It's a surveillance device providing in international airspace surveillance to NATO and the U.S about what's going on in the Black Sea. So this is an escalation. There's no other way to look at it. And in an escalatory environment, when the communications between Russia and the United States are intermittent at best, it creates the possibility for confusion, overreaction, and bad consequences. So this is a moment. Nothing nothing has escalated, but it creates the possibility of that. And it comes within an atmosphere in which... On the Republican side, the politics about Ukraine are getting dicier, and there are more visible splits among Republicans about what the U.S. policy vis-a-vis that war should be. Ron DeSantis and former President Trump are now basically, we have no interest in there, and we should back away. Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, Mike Pence, and others are not. And this action by the Russians comes within that atmosphere where prominent Republicans, I just named two, are saying we should get out or back away or no longer invest as aggressively in this. And if you don't think the Russians are acting as a, in a reflection of that split, they are. So it all happens within this atmosphere. The war in, in Ukraine has always been dangerous for the United States, for NATO, and most obviously for the Ukrainians. 
this makes it slightly more dangerous. I know escalation is inherently dangerous. Are there options for the Biden administration, or do we just say, hey, we didn't like that very much, and we're talking to your guy, and now that's that? It's an, it's an interesting question. It's one of the things I'm going to raise with John Kirby. Is this, I mean, what are our options? Is this something that, I mean, first of all, the number one thing the United States needs to do is retrieve the drone. We don't want the Russians to retrieve it, okay, for obvious reasons. It's ours, it's our technology, and it's our surveillance. So we need to recapture that, first of all. Second of all, we need to get a clarification from the Russians on was this an accident? Was this intentional? What their motives were? And look, at this stage of the game, John, let's be very candid and very basic. It doesn't do much good to say to Moscow, well, this is a violation of international airspace. Hello? What's been going on for a year and a month now? A grotesque, obvious violation of all international law and rules of sovereignty with the invasion of Ukraine. So they clearly don't care about that. And there is a mountain of evidence of war crimes being committed by Russian soldiers in Ukraine. They don't care about the international law there either. So the fangs of Russia are clear. They've been clear in Ukraine for 13 months. Now they have touched and forced us to deal with something that's ours in the region, but in international airspace. So what are our options? I don't know what they are. The Biden administration isn't giving any suggestion about what they might be. Yes, calling the ambassador to the State Department is one answer. Is it the only answer? We'll find out. Is there any other reaction from other countries who are watching this happen? Okay, there might be. I I must say I've been looking at a couple of other things for the last two hours, but in the last two hours I, I haven't heard anything or seen anything, but I'm sure NATO will weigh in on this, and my guess is, uh, European Union countries will make some statement about this. They will condemn it, of course. Um, there's uh, one thing that may be completely unrelated, but the polls said today that they are willing to give Ukraine fighter jets, and the administration's position on that is any sovereign country can make any decision it wants to about aiding Ukraine as they see fit. The United States isn't going to veto or advocate one or the other. I don't know if these things are related, but the polls have made that announcement today, and that's would, would give Ukrainians more ability to defend themselves and possibly get more aggressive with Russian forces massing on their border for a possible spring offense. don't know, but that's certainly possible. CBS's chief Washington correspondent Major Garrett is with us on WTMJ. So the big news around here, Major, involves Aaron Rodgers, our quarterback, who apparently is going to the Jets, and Packer fans are increasingly happy that the saga will end here in Wisconsin. Uh, you're, you're a longtime Charger guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Uh, not anymore, but I was. I grew up as a Charger fan, for sure. And look, Aaron Rodgers is an enormously important figure in NFL history, one of the best quarterbacks ever. Uh, he has become increasingly interesting to watch as a character, separate from his ability to play football, and I think I'm being diplomatic there. Um, and I will tell you, if I'm the Jets, I'm deeply nervous. I mean, this is either going to be done or not done, and if you're the Jets, you want it done. The window of opportunity is closing. And Aaron Rodgers, I don't think I need to tell Green Bay Packers fans this, has sort of indulged in the last three or four years on stringing people and fans and people who really care about his future and the future of the team he's attached to along. Seems like that's what's going on here. I'm the Jets. I want this wrapped up and wrapped up soon. The longer it goes, the worse it gets. And you don't want to be jilted with the Jets if you're passing over other opportunities so this has a certain element of drama to it, and it seems 
that in addition to being an excellent quarterback, uh, Aaron Rodgers has learned how to specialize in drama. Oh, definitely. You got that right. I love well the, put. I love that you used <laughs> the word. That's probably in, an understatement, right? Well yeah. put, yeah. And I think no, your you word indulged is a great, great <laughs> phrase because that is that the Packers completely <laughs> indulged all of his whims when he wanted them. And now look where yeah. we are. Yep. All right. Hey, Major, want to make sure people know Mm -hmm. they can find the Takeout Podcast with John Kirby, the assistant to the Secretary of Defense, right? John Kirby. He's not the Secretary of Defense. He's not the Secretary of Defense. No, he's the public affairs guy, right? He he was public affairs, the admiral in charge of public affairs at the Pentagon. He's now inside the White House. Awesome. He's the chief spokesperson for the National Security Council, but he's a significant player in the Biden White House. He, Tony Blinken, and uh, the Defense Secretary Austin and... uh, Jake Sullivan, all three, all four of them basically are the core. So everything that is discussed inside the White House and around the Resolute Desk, John Kirby knows about. So John Kirby with the NSC on the takeout. Yes. It's this Saturday at 6 o'clock, did you say, Adam? 6 o'clock, that's right, on WTMJ. We hope you check it out. Major, it's always good to catch up. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys.